Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> Why was that so funny for you? Albert. <laughs> what? Hey, hey, hey. It's oh. bad, Albert. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I'm a child. Okay. Hey, you guys. Welcome to another episode of Rants in Revelations. I'm your co-host, Dana, a.k.a. It's Dana B. And I'm Michelle. I'm Modernly Michelle. And we're excited about this topic. I feel like we're always excited. We say the same thing every time. So if you're a consistent listener, shout out to you. You already kind of get a, have a flow of how this is going to go. Mm-hmm. If you're new, welcome to the tribe. Well, you know what? Let me not say welcome to the tribe yet. You need to listen to at least three episodes for entry. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> I'm just kidding, you guys, but let's go ahead and kick off this episode because I feel like it's going to be real deep. I'm already deep sighing thinking about it. Oh, man. I literally just deep sighed right after you said deep sigh. (laughs) (laughs) Literally. Mm -hmm. Uh, So today we're actually going to be discussing the Malcolm and Marie movie. And it's a movie that is on Netflix and it was released this year. And we have quite a bit of things to say about this movie. Um, yeah. It was interesting. Very. So anyway, we can go ahead and just jump into it. So if you don't know, I definitely recommend watching it if you have patience. You can definitely mm. watch the movie. <laughs> That's good. Um, but there's a movie that stars Zendaya. Zendaya? Zendaya. Zendaya. So it stars Zendaya as well as John David Washington. They are the only uh stars who are starring (laughs) in this movie and the movie basically just takes you along the journey of one night where john david washington's character malcolm has released his movie and he had they had a whole premiere and everything zendaya was um accompanied accompanied him to the movie and they basically just share a bunch of different things experiences anger uh just a lot of different things so that's basically the premise of this movie uh simply put it's very complex though but mm-hmm. simply put it is a movie that goes throughout one night where it's supposed to be a very exciting night for malcolm but it turns into a very intense night because of different arguments confrontation and yeah just a bunch of different things right i like that you described it as interesting and complex because i definitely have to agree my two words are dysfunctional and toxic. Mm. Now, both of them are very negative, of course, but I think the positives of the film is that it's a mirror, right? Mm. So Malcolm and Marie, they're mirrors to each other. They show each other the good and the bad in one another. Um, But I also think it's a mirror for the person watching it, especially if you're in a relationship, right? Mm -hmm. Because you can see what traits do I have that are like Marie that I need to change or that I should keep? What traits do I have that are like Malcolm that I need to change or that I can keep? Because when you're in the middle of a situation, especially if you're arguing with someone, you're passionate. You don't really care what they got to say. You're just trying to get your point across. You're trying to hurt feelings if you're that type of person and you want to make sure you're hurt. But when you're on the outside looking in, you can look back and be like, dang, when I'm having an argument with my significant other, do I throw low blows? Right. They do did I not hit fight where fair. Oh, they did not fair? fight fair. What is that? Mm-mm. Only bus fair. <laughs> Stop. The dunce dunce. <laughs> dad joke. Is that a dad joke? I don't know. But child, 
they did it right there. My feelings were hurt. Yeah. I was upset. I was like, and I'm not even in a relationship. I was like, I'm not doing this again. I'm about to be up angry for y'all and I'm living my very happy single life. So, okay, let's backtrack just a little bit. Let's, cause I know you mentioned some positives. So let's share some positives of the movie first before we go ham. Okay. One, the cinematography was beautiful. Amazing. Phenomenal. Oh my gosh. So good. Beautiful. Oh my yeah. gosh. Now, the black and white, I get it. I think I read somewhere that they said that they wanted this movie to kind of remain a classic to where it can be played many years down the line and it still like feels it. like, yeah, very, cla- yeah. Mm-hmm. So very relevant, I guess you should say. And I get it. I do wish there was a splash of color, but I'm annoyed. Why, I- you millennial? <laughs> Why? I want to see the details in the dress and the colors. I literally oh saw her dress afterwards and I was like, see? I want to see it. <laughs> anyway, mm-hmm. that's besides the point. Cinematography, beautiful. The um, music was really nice as well. So I enjoyed the music. It was classic music too. Yes, very for the classic. most part. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I feel like it flowed really well. You know, Child, we did- I felt like I was the one arguing, or worst. I felt like I was in the room while they were arguing and I didn't want to make eye contact with any of them because I didn't want them to think I was picking a side. But also I felt like I learned a little bit too much about their relationship. Like I did not need to know that. So it was very uncomfortable. Yeah. And I feel like they learned a lot about their relationship as well. They did. I tell you, a mirror. (laughs) Oh my gosh. Okay. So now that we've we've gotten the positives out of the way. Well, I will say another positive for me was the acting. So I've never seen Euphoria. Mm-hmm. So watching Zendaya in her acting bag, I was just like, ma'am, you are phenomenal. Where have I been? Because I didn't watch her on Disney Channel either. You know, she was a kid then. I yeah. didn't care for that. Even though I was a kid right along with her, <laughs> I did not care. <laughs> but watching her, like, there's this one particular scene with the drugs and the knife. Oh, Yeah. I literally, when she was done, I sat up and just was like, oh my, like, it was crazy. Her acting was phenomenal. At the end, the closing scene, her monologue was amazing. So that definitely was a a monologue. That definitely was a positive for me because I felt I was able to see her as an adult. And again, I haven't seen Euphoria. So I feel like maybe for the general public, everyone is a little... Everyone else is probably like, girl, we've been you. She could do that. But now I don't see her as Disney Channel's and Dale, who's just like cute. I see her as a grown woman. So I don't see her as Disney Channel's and Dale either. Mm-hmm. But it's, she still felt, and maybe it's because she looks really young. She, she was st- young in the movie? It nah, felt, sis, she, she looked tired. Of- like the relationship added years to her life. Right, right. But I know like, and granted, they didn't really share what their age was in the movie, but they mentioned a lot about like her 20s when she dealt with drugs and different things like that. And it felt like if she was doing that in her 20s, it felt like she was 24. You know what oh, I mean? Wow. Like, <laughs> mm-hmm. it didn't feel like, oh, okay, I'm 35 years old and I'm reflecting. It's, she still felt kind of young to me, but nevertheless, mm. I do feel like she did a really good job. Okay. And I, I haven't watched Euphoria either, but I know in that movie, I think it's centered around drugs and teenagers and stuff as well. So she was probably like, oh, let me just 
you know, take out certain things, add certain things and get into my druggy bag. Cause she did a Not really the good druggy job. bag. Oh my gosh. But yeah, I, for me, I just felt like, wow. Okay. You're an adult now you're grown. Yeah. Okay. So first of all, let's get into this first scene when he's dancing. I felt like that dance embodied what or how I'm going to feel when I can travel again for the first time. <laughs> Wasn't he just like spinning around the room? Girl, he was dancing. He jumped on a ledge. He turned the body left, right, left, right. He jumped off the ledge. Crying. That is funny. I don't even remember that. I just remember him kind of like walking around. That scene for me was like, what is Marie doing right now? I wasn't even really paying attention to him. So that's interesting that like that stood out to you. Yes. Only because I was like, one, he's dancing for a very long time. And two, by himself. By himself. And two, I feel like that's going to be me. Yeah. When I'm able to get on an airplane and go yeah. somewhere. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so next, let me ask you one, one thing real quick. So how did you feel about shortly after the mac and cheese scene? Child, I was like, girl, I was disgusted. It looked disgusting. I'm like, did she really just give this man a bowl of Kraft mac and cheese? And then some people on Twitter were saying, well, like, you know, First of all, there's people who still eat Kraft mac and cheese out of the box. Surprised. Whoa, <laughs> mind blown. I stopped doing that once I got to high school. Once I, I knew was, better, I did better. I was eating Kraft mac and cheese in college, but it was the cup ones, though. The ones that you could pop in the That'll microwave. That make it better? Because college life. No, it does. It makes it better. College life. I wasn't making it on the stove. You're very <laughs> intentional if you're making Kraft mac and cheese on the stove. okay so for one I was just like I forgot okay so let me backtrack a little bit what I was saying was people on Twitter were saying well for me I would still eat it it's just like a quick little because you know like drunk food right you buy like a slice of pizza when you're drunk like whatever so I was like okay I guess I can see that but you are a grown man and you just ate and it looked nasty when she poured it in a bowl yeah yeah it did so I know your question probably wasn't about the mac and cheese itself. It actually was, though. Oh, it was. Okay, we're on the same page because I was like, that's sick. Right. Like, how did you feel about that? And then, okay, now let's be deep. So how did you feel about, how can I even be deep with this? Do you feel like the mac and cheese symbolized something? I feel like it really grounded them because when you first see them, because I see her in this fancy dress, him mm. in this suit, it kind of in the beginning portrays like he made it, he finally did it. But then mm. him eating the mac and cheese really grounded them to show for me. Mm. Where That's it's good. Like, they're just, listen, regular people who are about to have some regular people oh. problems. Don't let the fanciness fool you. I like that. That's really good. I never thought of that. I was just like, yo, that looks disgusting. I would never. <laughs> But I think that's that's really amazing. So the mac and cheese definitely humanized them. Um, okay, I'll take that. that. That's something I didn't think about. I didn't really want to go in too much detail about the film itself, but you bringing up the mac and cheese scene, she was really upset that he was patronizing her and insulting her as he ate the mac and cheese that she made for her or that she made for him. Mm-hmm. And... This is probably because I personally felt like I could relate to Malcolm's personality in a lot of ways. Okay. I was just like, girl, why are you tripping? What did you want him to do? Well, I guess that wasn't the point. The point was, if you're going to eat the mac and cheese, don't insult me. But we're in the middle of an argument. I'm hungry and you made it for me. 
once one thing doesn't have anything to do with the other so i feel like she was driving that point home and i'm like girl please let's move on i'm gonna eat the mac and cheese i don't know what to tell you and i'm not gonna stop arguing because you get on my nerves i feel like that was symbolic to her because that's just another although very simple but another way to show how he doesn't appreciate and value what she does for him like i literally granted it i'm sure took her no more than three minutes <laughs> the water Girl, boiling fine. she added butter too oh yeah like, she oh, had the she butter fancy. yes yes so it took her no longer than five to seven minutes but it was still an effort that she made even though she was already kind of mad at not kind of she was already mad at him and she still mm-hmm. went out her way to do that for him and it's like on her side it's like hold on you're I didn't have to make your crusty behind macaroni and cheese. Okay. You didn't, but you did. But she did. And I think that kind of, that kind of showcases her nature that because even though with the whole film thing, she brought up different things. Like, why didn't you ask me to star in it? Um, I helped you do this. I helped with revisions. And although she was angry at the fact that he didn't value her, he didn't bring her up. She still participated and helped him throughout the whole process. So yeah. I feel like that kind of showcases her personality, maybe to her, her one of charm. her downfalls. Uh, so, yeah. Wow. Yeah, because if it was me, I probably wouldn't have made the mac and cheese. I would have went in the house, I would have been mad, and I would have went to bed. But that's why I said I could relate to Malcolm, because he probably wouldn't have made her the mac and cheese either. But the point is, you made it. I'm going to eat it, okay? Like, if we weren't arguing right now, I wouldn't be insulting you as I ate it. But we're arguing, so... Yeah. You, want me to do, you want me to waste the mac and cheese? Now it's wasted efforts. I'm hungry, so I get more upset, and we're still fighting. I think the only solution was to eat the mac and cheese. Eat the cake, <laughs> anime. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I cracked myself up. It's too easy today. It, listen, <laughs> you're doing a lot for yourself right now. Um, but I will say, um, let me see. How do I transition? Yeah. But I will say that I think overall Malcolm and Marie um, was very interesting and needed because I think a lot of our conversations in society right now, maybe it has to do with the age group I'm in, it is around relationships. And I think this was a good way to have this conversation because you have two people who are individually attractive, right? But they're kind, they're successful, they're intelligent, they're caring. They're like all the other positive adjectives that you want to use to describe yourself or your partner. However, they're still not good for each other, which is crazy, right? Because you think if it's two good people, then it should work out. Mm. And I think it's just another way to show that like relationships, I feel like I say this all the time, relationships are hard, uh, but I still feel like they don't have to be. I honestly wish, and I know Marie is fictional, but I honestly wish Marie had the guts to walk away from him. The reason Mm. he's gotten so comfortable, and like she said, he doesn't feel the need to question, am I a good enough partner? He doesn't feel the need to keep that mystery or that tension, the good tension in their relationship that she talked about, um, is because he feels as though, like, I saved you. So where are you going to go? The least you could do is stay with me. When nobody else wanted you, when nobody else looked out for you, I was there for you. So it's almost kind of like trauma bonding in a bit, in a way. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Because mm-hmm. even though his trauma isn't as apparent as hers, 
there has to be something there if you repeatedly choose women who are broken and need saving. Mm. Do you think you don't deserve to be in a relationship with someone who's whole, with someone who can, I don't want to say support you because once she got out of that season in her life, she was very supportive. But Mm -hmm. do you feel as though you're not worthy to have that coming into the relationship? Mm. Um, Mm. so I just just also think it's interesting because they seem to have stayed together because of misplaced loyalty, low self-esteem, um, that savior complex that Malcolm has. And like, this is the best that I, that I can get, or maybe, maybe they're thinking I've already invested so much in this because they were together for years at this point. Right. Yeah, I think so. And I think that's a dangerous way to think of a relationship. Like I'm going to stay in this because I've already invested too much. Right. Essentially, like you mentioned, it's like you're bonded by trauma. So it's kind of like we've been through so much already and we understand and we know the like secret, intricate details of each other and what we've been through. So what's the point? Right. I don't want to start over. I don't want to start over. I don't want to relearn someone else. I don't want someone to have to relearn me. I just want to stay with you and we could just curse each other out until we can't take it anymore. I will say one thing, though. I definitely don't think it's a good thing to leave relationships um, because things get hard. I feel like you have to be willing to fight things out and, like, fight for the other person that I I mean. But I think it's dangerous to stay in it, like you said, because of trauma. Like, there's all these bad things we've gone through, so I guess this is it for me. Right. But that also, you bringing that point up makes me remember so there was a point where she did leave or whatever right like so she was outside or whatever and he went crazy looking for her so that shows how like annoying yet bonded they are because although he literally dragged her for filth and let's also but let's also bring up the fact that she dragged him too oh absolutely yeah so both are at fault both got really low low blows but i feel like as women i'm sorry i just like to say they probably did not hear michelle obama's speech <laughs> okay they didn't get the memo when they go when they go low we go high because they both went low then lower then lower i tell you i was very uncomfortable i just want to say that okay go ahead yeah so i feel like that shows you how how although they both were essentially sick of each other at different points throughout the movie, they still couldn't be without each other because like there would be moments where he would call her name and try to find her. There would be times where she's like looking at him and trying, you know, trying to get his attention. Uh, There's times where they interject support. So like she's supporting him when he's going like crazy talking about different things. Yes. And I don't know, for me, I feel like it just, if, this movie didn't teach me anything else. It taught me, don't hold on to like feelings. Share how you feel. Mm, don't yeah. let it accumulate to where at that point you feel like you have to explode. And she was holding back in the beginning, but she definitely, you know, she, she let it was out. just, exactly. There were so many things. There were so many points during the process of when he was filming the movie, putting it together. And I feel like that's one thing that I had to learn in my relationship because earlier on, there were things that I just expected Brandon to know. Mm-hmm. I'm like, mm-hmm. why don't you get it? Why isn't it should, obvious? Yeah. Right, you should, you know me, like whatever. And he's just like, no, you know, Never so we clicked. have to give men space to be men, okay? 
<laughs> they know, but then they low-key don't be known. Oblivious. Right. So there's nothing better than actually telling somebody something. And then if you notice that they're still not making those changes and they're not checking for you, then it's like, okay, I told you how I felt. I shared my feelings. I tried to come up with a resolution plan. Now I'm a bounce because obviously you don't have respect for me. Opposed to like what she said, like, why didn't you choose me? She could, girl. Well, here's the thing. So let's give the listeners some context. I'm sure many of you have already watched Malcolm and Marie because it's been all over social media. But if you haven't, the whole premise of this is Malcolm and Marie comes home after, um, I believe it was the the pre-screening or the preview of a film that he wrote or produced or directed, whatever it is. And she's upset because in the thank you speech, he thanked everybody, right? And she said something really passive aggressive, like you think the person who you got the movie ticket from, blah, 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 whatever, when you were in the third grade, you didn't even think to think about, to thank me and we share the same bed, we share a home together. And the actual film, we didn't see it of course, but in the film is based on a young woman who is a drug addict and she's kind of remaking herself or getting out of that. And that essentially is Marie's story. So not only is she upset that Malcolm did not thank her in her speech for the simple fact that I'm your girl, I'm your woman, whatever, I was supportive. You know, at the end, she explains all the things that she does for him, right? She read the manuscript, she gave him feedback, she watched it over and over as he was perfecting it, but she also got the toilet paper and the milk, and she packed up their home when they had to, when they had to move. She did all the things that he didn't want to do or didn't have time to do so that he can focus on his dreams and his success. So that's one thing of it. I did all of that and I don't get a thank you. A simple thank you. Simple, yeah. And then two, this entire story, right? The premise or the foundation of it is based off of my story. I was that girl who was a drug addict. I'm that woman who's still sort of making herself to be the woman she wants to be after overcoming that. And I don't get any credit for it at all. And when I do bring it up to you during the argument, you tell me that I'm self-centered and I think everything is about me and how dare I think it's about me when there's you, you've had past girlfriends that you based the film on and you go into detail about the very different some intimate details that you pulled from these other girlfriends to to put in the film so now you're slapping me in the face because you're you're insulting my intelligence right and if it is true that it's based on other women it's like well dang you know so we give all of that context to say that explosion that night, because I'm sure the argument was hours long, right, in a real life scenario, that explosion was from many things piling up, and Marie not, I don't know, maybe she should have communicated more, but I also feel like he knows better, but anyway, go ahead. Yeah, so, yeah, girl, communication is just key. And I think really sharing, granted with her, I get it because I was that way as well. So I could see how she just kind of wanted to maybe just keep the peace or just be like, you know what, maybe it's too much, whatever. I'm not going to say anything. It's not that deep. You know what I mean? And then at the end of the day, like that one well, could seem small to someone. I get why she would feel some type of way about not being thanked, especially if you're thinking like 
Johnny for like, I don't know, like buffing your shoes before this. Like I feel some type <laughs> right. of way. Right, right. Definitely. Definitely. But everything that came from that shows that she had so many harbored feelings and emotions and just everything towards him. And if she would have addressed those a little bit earlier, and this is not me putting it on her, this is completely fake, but I'm really like, I'm like, I don't want to put anything on Marie. Anyway, <laughs> I'm I, like, wanna... I wish if I could go back and if I were one of her friends, I would have been like, girl, you need to let him know ASAP how you feel, what's going on. And yeah, I feel like it's just something that you have to unlearn. So and when I say something, meaning harboring feelings and not being, for the sake of maybe not being confrontational, just having expectations that your partner should know, just kind of holding those things back, you just have to share. So that's what I meant by that. Yeah, no, I completely, completely understand. So let me ask you this. Do you think, because the movie ends with them far off in the distance, they're back to the camera and we can't tell if they're just standing there or if they're talking. I think it, it may have looked like Malcolm leaned over and said something, not sure. But the way it ends, it kind of feels like they're just going to keep trucking along. It doesn't seem like there's going to be like this big resolution. It doesn't seem <laughs> Marie will pack up and leave, which I think she needs to give him a little scare. Mm. Right? Because she even mentioned that like, you know, if this was another woman, the woman who starred in the play he wrote or the film he wrote, she wouldn't take this. You know she would leave. Mm -hmm. And Marie still didn't leave at that point. So mm -hmm. if this was a real couple, how do you think this would end? Oh my gosh. So just based off of that last scene, first and foremost, like you said, she was probably doing the passive aggressive thing, literally standing there. He's thinking everything is finally good. And she's like, so another thing, you know what I mean? Well, that was my thing with the film too. Every time I thought they were good, they were on a good page. They were moving on. She had, so she brought up something else. It made me question if I'm an a-hole because I felt for the points she were, she was making. I definitely understood where she was coming from. But at some point I was like, girl, you dragging this. Are we going to be together? Were we not? Because I apologized. I said thank you. The next film, I will say thank you. I learned mm -hmm. my lesson. Why are we still so? Yeah, I don't know if she was trying to like teach him a lesson because I also didn't understand why it just kept on going back and forth. For I felt hours. like, yeah, everything should have just been laid out on the table all at once. Just knock them out all at once. <laughs> Let's and another each. thing and yes. another thing as yes. opposed to like okay i think we're good well actually okay right. i think we're good well actually that was also emotionally taxing besides their like oh. low blows the back and forth was like oh my god i'm tired bro i can't do this with you yeah. i need us to get a resolution and then we move on right right so back to your question though how do i feel like this is going to end I feel like they are probably going to end up just staying together for a little bit. I can see a reality where they may end up leaving each other, but I feel like in the, Immediate in that moment, future. right. They're going to stay together. They're going to, uh, Malcolm may be a little bit more sensitive now that she has finally, you know, shared certain things. So when it comes to maybe him producing his movie again, or if he has to get interviewed, 
from some by someone or whatever, then maybe he will be more intentional to include her. Yeah. But yeah, I feel like they're just gonna stick it through just because, like we said, bonded by trauma. I don't I feel like until Marie realizes that she could actually get with someone else. Who, wow. You know, someone else who will okay, because she was with him when she was at her lowest, right? Mm-hmm. So now she feels like there's still a chance that he may be seeing her from that lens, that low lens, because he would always go back to that. Oh, absolutely. Right? Opposed absolutely. To, right. Opposed to being with someone who's seeing her from a fresh perspective. She may yeah. have certain tendencies. Uh, you know, she may have feelings to where she may want to go back and do drugs, whatever it may be. But with a new person, you're kind of having a fresh start. So I feel like if she doesn't feel like she needs a fresh start and she's more comfortable being with someone who knows her from her, like her worst and her best, then she may stay with him. But if she realizes like, yo, like, mm -mm, I feel like you're just seeing me as this person who is self-centered, someone who focuses on drugs, someone who is broken. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. So then she'll move on. But there is one thing that... I don't know why this doesn't connect. So I'm just going to throw this in there. We can bounce back. Okay. But that reminded me of the scene, which I actually agree with Malcolm on when he was telling her that, well, he, yeah, he was basically telling her that she can't expect things to be given to her. She has to get up and work for it. Mm -hmm. So I like that scene in particular because I understood it from both perspectives. There were some scenes where I was like, Malcolm, shut up. You know what I mean? But this yeah. Scene, yeah, but this scene I definitely understood from both perspectives because with her, like I get if you feel like you're good at something, you don't feel like like going out of your way to really go ham to find that thing. You you don't I don't want to say you feel like it should be given to you, but low key you feel like those opportunities should come to you yeah. because you're good it at X, natural. Y, and Z. Right. Right, because you're natural. It should be natural and you're a natural at what you do. But for him, what he said was a really good point too. Like if you really wanted something, you should have auditioned. You should have done X, Y, and Z. You should have pulled up and really showed that this is something that you take serious because to him, it seemed like a joke, not a joke, but it didn't seem like she was super pressed. Mm -hmm. And he asked her, he said that. He said, I asked you to star in the film and you said no. So it's like, girl, you... I'm not going front though. I did feel like when he said that, I was like, Malcolm, you know, you could have brought up the issue again. You should have pressed a little bit more. Show me you really want me to be in this film. Right. You know what I'm saying? But that aside, that's just a personality Dana thing. That aside, he did ask. And you said no, whether it was out of fear, you were too comfortable, you didn't think you were good enough, whatever it was, you can't be upset with him now. I think she has that, like you said, like that similar personality to where she wants to be pursued. She wants to feel pressed. I do, especially by my man. (laughs) Apply pressure, please. Right. And that's where your spouse needs to know. And like I was saying earlier, we do have to give men space to be men just because I feel like (laughs) sometimes they actually be trying. It don't be feeling like enough. When they be trying, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? They can only ask you what's wrong for so long. Before <laughs> they're like, you know what? Obviously nothing's wrong. Nothing's wrong. Obviously something's wrong. Right. But um, yeah, I just feel like 
she is that person. Like she needs that encouragement. She needs that person to push her, like kind of like not hand holding, but just kind of feeling wanted. Yeah. Yeah. For and sure. Since she didn't get that, she's probably just like, you know what? Like, no, it's fine. I don't need to do it. You know? Right. So wow. Yeah. Mm. That was a lot. It was a lot. It was a lot. It was definitely, like we've been saying, an emotionally taxing movie. Yeah. Very exhausting. Very exhausting. We were in on this episode. We did. We did. There was a lot to unpack. Girl, the suitcase was full. Heavy. Very we heavy. We paid extra because it was over 50 pounds. Girl, it was an overweight suitcase. Girl, yeah. the zipper was kind of messed up, so it took us <laughs> some time to open it up. We had some unpacking to do this episode. All right, you guys. So let's just go ahead and jump into our revelations. I'll kick it off. I feel like my revelation is one, we need to really be intentional about fighting fair. That's like, I don't feel like anyone should have to go through that. Absolutely. <laughs> I don't Agreed. care how like hot headed you are. I don't care how good the sex is. I think that played a role in them sticking together girl oh my gosh but you would be surprised at how many people stay in relationships with people they don't like because they like the sex i literally was gonna say that i was gonna say oh my gosh the amount of people Ooh, just for the sake be of that. free y'all be oh free <laughs> <laughs> be free dana's word of advice for this episode be free <laughs> be y'all free. be free <laughs> so one we need to learn how to fight fair two please communicate as soon as you can. Absolutely. I know it's not easy. It always sounds, I feel like we, it's a simple concept. Again, very simple concept. We've spoken about communication before numerous episodes, but it's really important to share how you feel to where you don't have to harbor certain emotions and to where it can kind of turn into this very aggressive back and forth with your spouse Absolutely. or your significant other. Yeah. So I just feel like fight fair learn how to communicate and yeah I feel like those were my top two revelations like I learned what I don't want to do from this movie absolutely (laughs) for sure Ah, oh my gosh so yeah (laughs) I would say my revelation is relationships are already hard make sure you do them with someone you actually like. Don't make the relationship harder than it has to be, right? Arguments are going to come. Disagreements are going to come. They're going to hurt you, hurt your feelings. They're going to mess up, but at least do it, do it with someone you want respect. There's a lack of respect on both of their parts. For sure. Right? So do it with someone you respect, do it with someone you like, and do it with someone you trust. Because like we said earlier, if you're with someone who can like really go for the jugular (laughs) when they're arguing and their excuse is, oh, I was mad, that's not a good enough excuse. No. So that safety in relationships, it's definitely important. So that's my biggest revelation. I feel like, of course, when dating, I'm very selective for the most part. Um, Come on, for the most part. (laughs) I don't get it every time. Okay. (laughs) Uh, But I'm very selective. I really like observe people. And 
it may keep me single for a while, but I think it's worth it. Because if I have to be in a relationship, but I go home to what they went home to, absolutely not. I live, a, again, I probably say this pretty often. I live a very happy life. I'm grateful for my life. I love it as it is. So I want someone who's going to add to it and not come in and tell me how I'm this horrible person and how I'm this, this, and that because we're arguing. It is so not worth it. It is so not worth it. I don't care how good the D is. I really don't. (laughs) It's not worth it. Some people act like it is. Well, listen, he is not the only man on the planet, sis. Facts. You can stumble upon another significant other, whatever. Who can give you D who's, that's probably even better. Yeah. Yeah. And that's all I'm going to end off by saying. Period, poo. Period. (laughs) Alrighty, y'all. Well, thank you so much for tuning in to this girl chat episode where we just sat around and talked about Malcolm and Marie and just like, honestly, I feel like it can go so much deeper. There are so many layers that we didn't even unpack, but this is what we needed for right now. And we hope that you get from this episode exactly what you need. I hope all your relationships are popping and thriving, romantic and otherwise. And just remember, don't settle. I saw a meme that said, standards will leave you single. (laughs) And it's absolutely true. I can attest to that. But standards leave you happy. You get to have better experiences. Mm -hmm. And it's just worth it. That peace of mind, it's not, it doesn't come easy. So if you have that, protect it. (laughs) Yes, please. Please be intentional with who you surround yourself with, who you're bringing into your space, who, for some people, who you're putting in your body. Yeah. Please. God's to go on a whole rant about that part. <laughs> but that's another conversation for another day. Thanks mm-hmm. for tuning in to this episode. Be sure to follow us on Instagram, rantsandrevelations.tv. We'll catch you on another episode of Rants and Relations. Bye. Bye. Bye.